Buenos dias from the Springs. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from the 11th of August, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. The new super minister was sworn in last week at the Bicentennial Museum and gave a televised press conference after the ceremony. Members of Sergio Massa's economic team were confirmed during the conference and more were included throughout the week. As you'll remember from our previous episode, Massa didn't only take over the economy ministry, but also the productive development ministry and the Ministry of Agriculture, Livestock, and Fishery. On Sunday the 7th, he announced that changes would be made to the country's energy leadership, including the removal of some of the vice president's top aides. For example, he replaced Energy Secretary Dario Martinez, who was a very close associate to the VP, with Flavio Rochon, an industrial engineer that was previously serving as Secretary of Mining and Energy in the province of Salta. Overall, most investors expect Massa to go in a more orthodox direction. Right now, the responsibility to curb inflation and reduce public deficit rests on his shoulders. In terms of measures, his first announcement confirmed that utility rates will go up and those receiving subsidies will need to limit energy consumption. In his speech, he also pledged to respect the commitment with the IMF and to bridge the gap between Argentina's economic growth and the lack of confidence in the local currency, the spending disorder, and the inequalities in income distribution. Meanwhile, President Fernandez traveled to Colombia to meet with his newly elected counterpart, Gustavo Petro, Fernandez said he is determined to continue and strengthen Argentina's commitment and support for peace in Colombia, and said Latin America needs an active Colombia on the path to integration. Upon return, the president got fully immersed in economic matters and summoned trade unionists and businessmen to align prices and wages for 60 days. He once again declared a fight against speculators saying that a society where some earn a lot and millions suffer is a scam and stressed that his government is not willing to let this scam be consolidated. With all these changes in the economic ministry, the launch of a third edition of the Previate program had been put on hold. However, on Wednesday the 10th, the Minister of Tourism and Sports, Matthias Lamens, confirmed that it will be launched in the next few days. Most likely, it will run from September to the end of the year. From economic issues to environmental ones, the government of the Huhui province will install an environmental center in the town of Abra Pampa for the treatment of waste. According to the official information, the Puna Environmental Center will be a logistics and treatment hub for urban solid waste generated throughout the northern system of Quebrada and Puna. It aims at eradicating open-air dumps and will include the classification and separation of recyclable waste, proper final disposal, and high-tech monitoring. It will also serve as an environmental education center. Speaking of projects for good, an Argentine company called Botmaker is using their platform 
to guide and assist Ukrainians fleeing the war via telegram. The company's owners donated part of their technology to the nonprofit Helping to Leave, including a chat bot that asks future refugees what city they are in, how many people are in their group, whether they have pets, and what their needs are. Based on their answers, the system puts them in contact with one of the organization's volunteers. The chat box also provides key information about transportation as well as money they receive from donations. The company is also behind Boti, the famous Buenos Aires city bot that played a central role in communication during the pandemic since it was used for self-testing, monitoring of positive cases, and for the vaccination campaign. The company currently has offices in Buenos Aires, Sao Paulo, Bogota, Mexico City, and Miami. On that note about international recognition, the Argentine composer Rod Schechtman is one of the finalists in the World Vision Composers Contest, which makes him one of the three best composers of classical music today. The competition, based in Vienna, involves the creation of three original pieces of work, performances in front of an international jury, and three stages of public voting. The Digital Orchestra, an international orchestra created by Russian composer Mikhail Golikov, will record Schechtman's prize-winning composition. Also on the topic of international connections, the board of directors of Argentina's National Communications Entity, also known as ENACOM, authorized on Monday the 8th the installation of Google's fiber-optic cable system in the Argentine Territorial Sea. This new submarine cable, called Firmina, will link the east coast of the United States with Los Toninas in Argentina's Atlantic coast and will be the longest in the world, approximately 13,500 kilometers, with 12 fiber-optic pairs the cable will quickly transport data between North and South America, giving users fast, low-latency access to Google products. The name Firmina was inspired by a Brazilian author and abolitionist called Maria Firmina dos Reis. Since we're on the topic of new investments, the world's leading blockchain and cryptocurrency infrastructure provider, Binance announced the launch of Binance Card in Argentina to bridge the gap between cryptocurrencies and everyday purchases. Users of this platform will be able to get a MasterCard prepaid card and make purchases with cryptocurrencies both in-store and online. While the card is still in beta phase, the company expects that it will be widely available in the coming weeks. What's also going to be available soon is the Patagonian train that connects Buenos Aires with Bariloche. Its manager, Daniel Garcia, announced this week that in about 60 days, a train for cargo transport and another one for passengers will resume the rails after 27 years connecting Plaza Constitución in the city of Buenos Aires with San Carlos de Bariloche in the Rio Negro province. Speaking of transportation, the situation with bus companies in Buenos Aires is still delicate. On Monday the 15th, most bus lines will go on strike.
to protest against the state's delayed payments, which means that you won't be able to bank on buses to get around. They are also planning the suspension of the night service on certain dates. It's possible that the suspension will be lifted before Monday, but be sure to watch out for that. In other news, the Buenos Aires city government announced that it will stop providing social programs to families that fail to send their kids to school. Starting this month, the 40,000 households that receive this benefit will have to present a document issued by the school that certifies that their children are both are regular students at the institution. In order to be considered regular students, kids need to comply with a minimum attendance of 85%, which is evaluated every two months. Students should not exceed 25 unjustified absences in one year. Speaking of things you learn in school, remember that next Monday, the 15th of August, is a national holiday. The 17th of August marks the anniversary of the death of General San Martin, who is considered to be one of the founding fathers of Latin America and a national hero. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Ads are the villains of podcasts. Be the hero and save the audience from listening to a mediocre ad about a beverage you won't try. So go ahead and tell your friends about us. Say hi at argentina at rorschach.com. Nos vemos la próxima semana.